I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for you brought me. Yes, you brought me from a mighty, a mighty long way. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for you brought me. Yes, you brought me from a mighty, mighty long way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for another day, dear God. Thank you, Lord, for being our life, our health, our strength. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us day by day and night by night. Keeping the burglar away, the robber away. Thank you, Jesus, for your loving arms of protection. Thank you, Lord, for shielding us from all hurt, harm, and danger. Thank you, Lord, for taking us through the hard times because you said you would never leave us nor forsake us. So when hard times, difficult times, challenging times come upon us, Lord, you're right there to take us through, giving us strength to endure. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us out in victory. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, have your way today. Let your word come forth. Let a word be fitly spoken that will uplift, edify, encourage, deliver, set free. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Today, Friday, February the 7th, 2020, a new day, a new time, a new place. Thank God for today. Thank God for life, health, and strength. I do encourage each and every one to give praises unto God this morning because God is good. God is love and God is faithful and God is compassionate. God is forgiving and God is kind. Thank you, Lord. We do thank you, Lord. We do praise his holy name today and all day and every day. And when I woke up this morning, I was very encouraged by the word of God. Um, how the Lord is telling us to change our mind. We need a new mindset. We need a new mindset. We need a kingdom mindset. We have to uh, be delivered from dysfunction. And I heard this morning that dysfunction, when we live in it so long, it seems to be normal for us, but it really is not. It is a perversion of the functional. So it's dysfunction that we need to be delivered from. And the Lord told me, get in position. Now to get in position, that means you're, the, 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 the command get in position means that you're out of line. You're out of position. You're not in the place where you're supposed to be. You're not even in the place that God called you to be. There is a place in him. There is a position in him. There is a calling. There is a vocation. Paul talks about uh, the vocation wherewith you are called. You got to be found doing 
But you got to get in that place to be doing. That's just like in the natural realm. Uh, and you have to get in position to, you have to get in line to get in position to be served. Whether it's at the grocery store or the restaurant, the gas station, stoplight. You have to get in line. You have to be in the right line for you. The people that want to turn, a lot of times there's a turning lane. And when you're not in that turning lane, you get in the line that's going straight forward and you want to turn, you're out of line. You're out of position. You're out of place. But God said, get in position. Get in position to receive from God. Get in position to hear from God. Get in position to speak to God and let God speak back to you. And to get in position, you have to know the will of God. And to know the will of God, you have to hear his word. Because he speaks through his word. He speaks through his prophets. He speaks to his teachers, pastors, preachers, elders, missionaries. He speaks through whomever he chooses. He speaks to your children. If you have an ear to hear, if you have a heart to receive what you're hearing, what is coming forth, and let the Holy Ghost speak to you and let you know that's God. God is getting our attention. God is reaching out to us. God is drawing us near unto himself. We can't come to him unless he draws. That means he's getting your attention so that you can get in position. There's a place in God that you need to be because you are to help somebody. You are to uh, encourage somebody. Say, for instance, you've gone through some hardships in life and God has delivered you and set you free. Well, there's somebody out there who needs to hear that. And if you're not in the position to tell it, they're missing out. You're missing out from the blessing of giving. Giving is in many forms. You give of your money. You give of your time. Yes. You give of your substance. You give. Whether your substance be material, food, or words of encouragement, money, all of that. God loves a cheerful giver. And we always associate that with money. Don't leave money out because you need that, that uh, element of exchange. You need that exchange to receive, to get, to help someone else get. But we got to get in position. We got to know our place in God. He'll tell you. He'll let you know. And so uh, I'm going to go to the word. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4, and I'm going to begin at the first verse because what came to my mind <clears throat> before I could find it was your vocation, and that's your calling. You know, that's your calling. God, uh, he anoints, he appoints, he directs, instructs. He, he, he gives us 
He equips, yeah, he equips us for the call. So let me read that first. Ephesians chapter four, verse one. Uh, and this is also talking about the unity of the spirit. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body, and that's verse four, and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all who is above all, and through all, and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he said, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. And, and right there, that men is mankind. He gave gifts unto men. Verse 9. Now that he ascended, what is it? But, he, but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And now verse 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. And this is why he gave it, going into the next verse. For the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Christ, he gave gifts unto mankind that, that the saints would be perfected for the work of the ministry. We got to be perfected for the work of the ministry the ministry of Christ, the ministry of reconciliation. Our focus is on souls. He that wins souls is wise. We have to be wise in winning souls. We have to be gifted by uh, the gifts of Christ. Uh, I'm going to read the beginning of verse 12 again because it's really interesting for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. Saints, we got to be perfected. That means we have to be complete in him. We have to have what Christ has given us so that we can do the work. And you can't do the work if you're not in position. You got to get in a place in God. And yes, I'm preaching to myself. And every time I preach or teach, it's to me. I feel it. I know it. But now that I've got it, I've got to share it. Because maybe someone else needs to hear it. Let's go back there. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Now, if you work in the ministry, you're going to win some souls. Now, we are called to be saints. And if you read in most of Paul's epistles, he says called to be saints. 
So we are called to a higher calling. Called to be saints. That means we are called to be like Christ. To be perfected. And that's to be complete in him. Fully complete in him. That doesn't mean that you're going to dot every I and cross every T. And there's nothing that you may not get off course on. But we have an advocate with the Father to get us back on course. One thing I like to say is don't beat yourself up because other folks can do that pretty well. You don't need to help them. What we need to do to help ourselves is to come before God and say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my wrongdoing, my wrong thinking. Forgive me, forgive me for getting out of line, getting out of place, getting out of joint. You know, every joint fitly joined together, the body of Christ to operate. If you're not the hand and God called you to be the foot, you got to take the body where it needs to go so that hand can operate and do the work. You're still doing the work of the ministry. And we see here the gifts of Christ. He gave some apostles. That means everybody's not going to be an apostle. He gave some prophets. That means everybody's not going to be a prophet. He gave some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. But he gave these for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. We got to be willing to do the work. We have to labor in the vineyard. And that means we have to be willing to avail ourselves to do what God has called us to do. We have to get in position to do the work. You know, if you say you work for a certain store, oh, I, I work for, uh, let's say, XYZ Pharmacy. And XYZ Pharmacy is located on the west side of town. But I'm going to go on the east side of town. Well, I just got out of place. I'm out of position. I got to go to my place of employment to do the work. Mm. I got to go to my place. So God has called us to a place in him. And when we say yes, Lord, with our heart and our mind and our mouth, and we say yes, Lord, in our actions to do the will of the Father, <laughs> Jesus said, I come not to do my will, but he that sent me. Jesus willingly came to do the work, to do his assignment, to carry it forth. And so let's get in position. Let's get in position. It's time to make a move. It's that time. And what they say, the time is far spent. The time is at hand. It's time to make a move. It's time to eat the word, study the word, enrich your, still should I, mm, enrich yourself in the word of God. Nobody can live saved for you. Nobody can accept your assignment for you. But he called you. 
and, and seek God. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God. That's another lesson, the kingdom. Got to get on that kingdom. Let, let heaven be brought to the earth. Whatever is done in heaven, let it be done in the earth. If he said, if we bind anything in the earth, it's going to be bound in heaven. If we loose anything in the earth, it's going to be loosed in heaven. That's a, that's a, that's kingdom. That's kingdom talk. But we got to get in position. The kingdom of God should be in us. That when we move through this land, <laughs> that things can happen according to God's will. Healing, deliverance, set free, the perfecting of the saints, the edifying of the body of Christ, the winning of souls, the drawing people to Christ, the drawing them to, to the Lord, to helping one another, to forgive one another, to love, to encourage. So many good things in the kingdom. Praise God. That was the word that God gave me this morning. And it's, and it, and it's to the preacher. Get in position. If I don't get in position, I can't get done what needs to be done. I can't fulfill the will of the Father for me. And I so want to fulfill his will. And I, I don't want anyone to bash themselves. But when we hear the word, then we should become doers of the word. And we don't want to be just hearers only. Because it comes for you to hear. The Bible says, how can you hear without a preacher? And how can he preach except he be sent? He's sent of God, sent by God. That means he got a position so that God could send him. So that he could preach. So that you could hear. So that you could do. Lord, help us in the name of Jesus. To not just be hearers of the word, but to be doers Yes, God, help us to say yes with our hearts. Yes, with our minds. Yes, with our will. Lord, be with us as we go. Guide our footsteps. Open up our ears to hear you speak. Open up our understanding, Lord. Give us wisdom in how to do what we know to do. When to do. In the name of Jesus. And like I say, I encourage everyone to dig into uh, the scripture today. Read the whole book of Ephesians. You know, I was taught. I did go to seminary, but I was taught that, you know, you want to get everything in context. Read the whole book of Ephesians. Then read the whole fourth chapter. Read from the first through the fourth. And then you're going to also find that there's uh, references. You know, the Bible references itself. And we have books that would help us to navigate through his word. Uh, you have concordances a lot of times in the back of the Bible. You have other books that's strictly a concordance book. I have a couple of those. But in all thy getting, the Bible says, get an understanding. 
and our understanding is going to come from God. We have to do what they call neology. Well, that's a prayer life. That's what they're talking about. They're not talking about messing up your physical needs so much, but you've got to pray. And the enemy fights me on my prayer life. I don't know about you. I can guess and assume. But if you're that one that you struggle, just start thinking of the goodness of Jesus. Just let your mind go to him. If you don't make a physical move with your body, make a, phys- make a move with your heart. Make a move with your mind. Begin to think on the goodness of the Lord. Begin to praise him and thank him right where you are. You can do it even if you're in a crowd of people. And you can do it when you're all alone in your house. You can do it when you're driving in your car. You can do it. Don't beat yourself up. Just begin to do And God will give the increase. God will give the increase. He's going to increase you in your studying. He's going to impress upon you. He's going to give you that urgency in your spirit. Because you want to do the will of your Father. You want to get in position. You want God to bless you and your family. And the people you know and your friends, and your enemies. Because the Lord says, it's not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. We have a work to do. It don't even matter your age. Just hear the voice of the Lord. Hear when God calls you. And don't compare yourself to nobody. Because God is calling you to a work. Be blessed. Hello, this is D.A. Brooks, Minister of Renewing Hope Ministries, House of Prayer. I want to encourage everyone to follow my podcast called A Woman After God's Own Heart. Now, yes, of course, it's entitled, in the title there's A Woman After God's Own Heart, but it's really, the messages can be applied to us all. I hope and I pray that as you listen to the broadcast that your heart gets encouraged uplifted in Christ and that that you share it with someone if you feel so led to do so and as you are listening uh, to the broadcast feel free to leave comments if you want also uh, a, a prayer for a particular situation or just in general Feel free to leave those as well, and may God bless.